So, Dan, here we are for the Fearless Faith podcast. This is exciting. I know you, but tell me about these guys that you have with you. Well, uh, Brian and Terry, they're my best friends. I've known these guys for 47 years, met them in 1973 in college. Wow. Do you think you guys are up for this? <laughs> well, I see where you're going. Yeah, I think we can handle it, dude. Uh, you just roll that music, make the announcement, let us show you how to finish strong. Live your life with purpose, change someone's life for the better, and leave a lasting impact on those around you. Welcome to Finish Strong, the podcast designed to help you discover your unique purpose and develop a plan to leave a powerful legacy. Now let's join Brian, Terry, and Dan as they discuss the lunch at Outback Steakhouse that dramatically altered the direction and purpose of their lives. Yeah, guys, I'm not sure if we had a blooming onion or not that day at the Outback Steakhouse, <laughs> but... Uh, what a day it is, uh, and it was, and uh, I'm here with Brian Rowland and Terry Steen, my two partners in Fearless Faith Ministries. Guys, that was a special day. I felt like we had an appointment from the Lord. Mm-hmm. You better believe it, and if I were a betting man, I'd say we probably had the blooming Onion. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think so. so. I, I think I might have paid for that lunch, too. I think so. <laughs> it's incredible that that lunch goes back five years it really does. Five years ago, my wife, Beth, passed away. Some of you don't know that. I was a host on QVC for 29 years and really went on a journey when my wife was diagnosed with stage four cancer. And we began three of the hardest and yet the most meaningful years of our lives. And I turned to these two guys, Brian Rowland and Terry Steen. Brian, I know I I called you when it first I first got the diagnosis. And uh, what are your... Yeah remembrances of that. I'll tell you, I, I remember the, exactly where I was at when you called. I was I was walking my dogs and I was I was on the corner of Sycamore and Duane and uh, stopped me on my tracks. But I, I remember that. And, uh, and I remember telling you it's going to be okay. And we were just going to take it to the Lord in prayer, man. And we and we did. We earnestly were praying for that one. And, and my prayer was to extend his best years. And, and he did that for me. You know, I remember it was so hard, and I really leaned on my friends. The Bible says in Proverbs 17, 17, that a friend loveth like a brother. He loveth at all times, and uh, a brother is born for adversity. And Terry, I know I called you many times during that journey for prayer. Yeah, and uh, it, it was always a little frustrating that we couldn't be together to give a hug and and all that good stuff, but we sure did what we could, and we left it with the Lord, and we just uh, watched the journey take place and just trusted God, and uh, He didn't necessarily take it the direction we had hoped it would, but His perfect plan always works out, doesn't it? It really did. Um, I remember it was so difficult, you know, because I'm still this happy, upbeat QVC host. And at night, I'd have to go into work and try to sell things. And in the middle of a presentation, it would hit me, Beth has stage four cancer. And especially the summer before, we were doing uh, Christmas in July. And I'd be selling Christmas things. And the thought would come into my head that Beth might not be here, probably won't be here at Christmas. And, And you're right, the Lord ultimately took her but it was that journey. I remember pretty distinctly being in the hospital in Philadelphia, and we were in and out of hospitals and so many treatments, but near the end, her longest stay, felt like the Lord was just impressing me that you're going through this for a reason, and we're about to change directions in life. And it 
changed my direction. Mm-hmm. And then, guys, we went to lunch that day because after Beth passed and after the funeral happened, you guys were wise enough to know that after everybody would leave, I'd still leave you guys around. So you stayed. Brian, mm-hmm. what do you remember about that week? Yeah, that was quite a week because uh, with you asking Terry and I, too, to become a part of Fearless Faith, and which we didn't even have a name then. It was just that ministry. And, and you know, it's, it's interesting because you had talked about going out and doing speaking. And I thought, okay, well, I'll go and manage you. We've talked about that. So I'll set it up because of what my background was. Uh, but I know that even in the years of doing Christian broadcasting and that, I never felt fulfilled. And so I, I had to go in and do do secular and and to, to get my jollies on that, if you want to say, just so I could feel fulfilled. Although the next business partner told me there's no glitter in Hollywood. It's all facade. And he was so right. And since then, I was looking, how can I get back into something? God, where do you want me? Where do you want me at? And just when you brought that up, it was like, this is it. I didn't even have to ask my wife. She already knew that I was going to I was going to get involved with this. Yeah, I remember Sharon. I took these guys to lunch at the Outback Steakhouse and I just felt like. I was going to share with them what God was doing in my life, and I thought that they might want to come along. Terry, I remember uh, even just as I was telling you guys about it, I felt you were going to say yes. Why did you say yes to come along with Brian and I and and do ministry together, Fearless Faith? Yeah, well, we we had talked off and on even since college where, if you'll remember, you and I had hosted some variety shows, and, and we did a lot of clowning around and Oh yeah, those were the good four incredible years as college roommates, and so there was a a base for wanting to again do something together, even as we're getting older. And my life has pretty much been spent in the ministry field, and I love to encourage people. I love to do all I can to further people along their Christian walk, and so if I, I realized if I could do that with some of my best friends, how could you possibly say no? That was something that God just dropped in my lap that, uh, you know, sometimes you have to go, hey, let me pray about it and I'll get back with you. This one was a spiritual no-brainer. So, Yeah, so, so those of you listening, you have to know the, the three of us are, we're in our 60s at the time. I think Brian might have crossed the I crossed over the line there with the seven <laughs> all mark, even though our producer is a young whippersnapper. John, how old are you anyway, by the way? I'm 35. 35. Oh, come on. Oh, my goodness. There's a lot of things I can learn. I know. I know. So wet behind the ears. Yeah, you pay attention, young man. We're talking about finishing strong. I've got shoes that old. <laughs> I was going to say socks, but yeah, that was it. Brian's got <laughs> underwear. That I won't tell you. Come on, <laughs> yes, sir. And they're holy, so you know they're very, very, yeah, uh, very righteous. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, these guys, we, we all goofed around a lot. We were all involved in something called the Harvest Festival. <laughs> in fact, I think Brian's here. They actually shut it down. Yeah, they did. <laughs> but uh, it was a Christian college, fairly strict, and we like to goof around a lot. One day, uh, Terry was involved in a shaving cream incident. Uh, you might want to share real quickly, Terry. We were just trying to have some jollies there at school, make it interesting. You will never let me forget that. Will never, you? never. We always had this great game. I don't know how we're getting so off track, but we always <laughs> had this great game called freeze. And when in, anytime anyone ever told you to freeze, you had to immediately stop exactly what you were doing. You couldn't say anything. You couldn't move. 
One morning I was coming out of the cafeteria getting ready to go to my first class and Dan comes running up with a couple other guys and they and I was talking to someone and in mid sentence they told me to freeze which I did. He didn't move. And then what happened Dan? <laughs> Someone uh, undid your belt and uh, unzipped your pants, and someone else had a thing of shaving cream, and we pretty much filled your pants with shaving cream, <laughs> zipped them up, put it back on, and said, unfreeze, Terry. And he didn't miss a beat. He finished the sentence with the class. But what we never found out, Terry, is if you actually ran back to the dorm and changed or if you went to class with your pants filled with shaving cream. The odds are I just walked funny the rest of the day. But so I'm not know. sure. I'm it not wasn't sure. menthol then. It wasn't menthol. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, we've had some good times. And, but but the, the great thing is friendships that last like this are rare. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we met in 1973. And who would have believed that all these years later, we would have formed a ministry, which we formed in, uh, I guess, 2016 officially. Mm -hmm. We called it Fearless Faith because my wife, Beth, faced death fearlessly. And this is where I want to get a little serious for a minute because, you know, we all have a day. We all have an appointed time. The Bible says it's appointed unto a man once to die and after that the judgment. And I think if you keep that in focus, and Beth helped all of us, I think, to put it in focus because she was only 61. And we realized life is short. Yeah. And that's kind of why we said, hey. We're in our 60s. Let's finish our lives strong. Let's accomplish something for the kingdom. And that kind of became our mission statement. Right, guys? That's right. That's right. And I'll tell you, I remind myself every time I open my Bible, I had there with me uh, because I have the best program. Oh, wow. I, I, I keep it to remind me. Yeah. We did this. Yeah. Brian's holding the, the program from best service. And uh, boy, that was that was a rough day. But, you know, <laughs> That service, by the way, if you go on YouTube uh, and put in Beth Wheeler's Celebration of Life service, the last I checked it, over 43,000 people have mm. watched that service. Mm -mm. And they saw wow. this because my brother-in-law, Ron, boy, he, he preached a powerful sermon that day. Didn't he, guys, about he life mm. and, and how Beth knew where she was going? Yeah. Yeah, it was. And, you know, I think back to that time as well. And, and, you know, there's so many directions our lives could take as we're getting older, as we retire. You know, it's so easy to say, oh, now I can sit back and relax. And, and God never told us to do that. And I'm frequently reminded of the story in John 6, where Jesus was talking to the multitudes and he it was time to eat. He had 5,000 there, and the little boy walked up with the five loaves and the two fish, and he offered them to Jesus. And that was, to me, is just we offer what we have. We don't offer what we don't have. We offer what we have. Jesus takes what we have, and he multiplies it. And that's what he did. He fed everybody on just those fish. And if so, that that was kind of me doing this. It's like, Lord, I don't have tons, but what I have, I'm going to give you. And if you yeah. can use it, I want you to do it. Yeah. Brian, I know you had, had just retired and you were yeah. kind of getting bored with life, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I had retired and I thought um, I was going to enjoy my my improving my golf game, which <laughs> which wasn't going to take much. <laughs> but I actually got tired. I got bored of going out there and hitting a little golf ball around. It's it's fun, but not every day. And I was looking for something and I was praying, Lord, what, what do you want me to do? I was actually I'm going online and looking at uh, p- positions in Christian television again, although I'd, before I'd ever felt fulfilled doing that. But I figured I got to do something. And um this just just opened up the door to what I, where I needed to be and what I uh, need to be doing. You know, in the Bible, in Ecclesiastes nine ten, it says, "Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do with thy might. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave whither thou goest." Like I said, we've all got that date, and we were talking about retirement. And um, I think John, our producer, you had a, a rabbi on your show. And he said there's not a word in the Hebrew language for retiring from serving others. And John, I believe you told me that it was Rabbi Lappin. Yeah, yeah, Rabbi Daniel Lappin. Wow, that's that's fascinating because, you know, we were, the three of us had this restlessness and feeling like we had to do something. Well, here we are, and uh, we formed Fearless Faith, and I was born in 2016. Brian, you came up with the title Morning Cup of Inspiration. Why don't you share what we do with that morning cup? Yeah, every morning, we well, first of all, we decided we'd do a Facebook page, and um, that's the way to get going, way to start in social media. And we were just putting up some little placards like and verses. Uh, and then Dan said, you know, we need to put video up. Now, this is what they researched over at QVC. We need video. So we started putting these video messages up. And we were doing them in the morning. So I had a, had a, a cup with me. And, and I, the first time I just kind of held it up and says, uh, your cup of inspiration. You know, and thanks for joining me for a cup of inspiration. And then the next day I got on there and I thought, or my next time was on, I thought, well, it's morning. Let's do morning cup of inspiration. And so I just said that, welcome to your morning cup of inspiration. And that just clicked. It just, it happened for us. Everybody liked it and we went along with it. And next thing you know, everybody was commenting on morning cup of inspiration and whenever we'd all three get on there. And so we had mugs designed and everybody wanted mugs. So we were, we were uh, getting those out, but it's, that's how it, it just sort of fell in that way. The Lord put it in my mouth and I sped it out. <laughs> so we, we have the video morning cup of inspiration and people for a donation to our ministry on our uh, website at ffaith.org uh, for a donation. They get these cups, these mugs, fearless faith and it says your morning cup of inspiration on one side. And then Terry, we felt led to do a written devotional as well. Yeah, that was kind of interesting because, hey, we figured, hey, we put all this inspiration out. Why shouldn't we get it into another format? So we thought, hey, let's just take some of those. We'll find some that were a little maybe more popular than others and put it into the written word. And I think it was last year, 2019, that Mm -hmm. we went ahead and uh, actually wrote our first devotional. And it's been well received. Uh, They're also available on our website. And so that was another big feather in the cap as far as uh, giving people opportunity to have something in their hands that they could sit with in the mornings and have their coffee and read one of our morning devotionals. You know, all three of us have had careers in television, in ministry, and radio. And when I really look at everything, I feel like accomplishments I used to think were so great. Like I, I had the longest interview with Joe DiMaggio, one of the last interviews of his life. I, I knew Mickey Mantle really well and, and saw his struggle 
how he hated signing autographs because he felt unworthy. The guy had no self-esteem. And I'm, I'm sitting there with all these people. You know, he, he's, he's telling me this. I'm thinking, I'm with the greatest hero, sports hero on the greatest sports team of all time. And he's telling me he had no self-esteem. And, you know, working with Charlton Heston and Bob Hope. And when I look back, yeah, it was great. But nothing means more than to be able to tell people about my relationship with Jesus. Yeah, he's the king of kings. He's the God of the universe. And for us to have this opportunity, it's really an opportunity. And we encourage you that are listening to finish strong. And you don't have to be old. You don't have to be in your 60s. You can be a young man like John in his 30s or in your 20s. But finish strong at everything you do. Again, I come back to Ecclesiastes 9.10. Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do. Do it with thy might, because when we die, we can't do any more work. And it's something that kind of came out of sports. You know, in sports, you always wanted the last quarter of the football game. You wanted to be stronger than the first quarter, something Michigan hasn't caught on to yet. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know, you want to finish strong, whether it's at work, on a project, with your family, volunteering at a church. And that's why that's kind of become our mission statement. Yeah, we thought it was a great name. And, uh, you know, that's something that sometimes it doesn't come that easy. Sometimes you have to consciously make yourself move that direction. Sometimes in our flesh, we feel a little weak. Hey, that's why we can rely and rest on the strength of Christ And when he gives us that strength, which he's done for us over these last three to four years, we've gone four years now, never missing a Monday through Saturday of bringing a morning cup of inspiration. We've been able to put over a thousand videos into our YouTube channel. We've been able to establish folders with different subjects so people can go to those folders if they're needing a specific area they want to be encouraged by. And now we're starting this podcast, and it's just through the Lord's strength that's mm-hmm. allowing us to do this. And I'm just, I, I'm excited to be doing this with you guys. Oh, yeah, me too. No, I, I agree with you 100% there, Terry. It's, there's, t- there's days when you don't want to get out of bed, but all of a sudden you know what you have to do, and you can get up and get going and get it done. It's a, it's amazing what this this uh, uh, ministry has done because it, it got to a point where I said, if you're doing nothing, you get stagnant, and you got to keep moving, and you want to keep going, but you want to do something to give back. It's like we've been, like Danny said earlier, it's we've taken so much but yet, and God has given us so much, we got to give something back. And we're at the point in our lives now where we know more than we've ever known before, which isn't much, but we know more than yeah. we've ever known. <laughs> we've been through many, many things together and separately, and it's time to share that and bring it back because we can see in our lives, because God lives, Christ lives in our hearts, that he's been in everything and every decision and every move that we've made. And even though we think, man, I, I was away from God at this time, he was there. He was never, never left us, and he was getting us to that next place, that next plateau, and we to get us closer to where we needed to be, so he can put us in this ministry. Yeah. So today we have uh, almost thirty-one thousand followers on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We have a YouTube channel with several hundred subscribers. By the way, it's free; you don't have to pay anything. We're going to put up these links in our in our podcast notes. Uh, we have over a thousand videos by topic on our YouTube channel by the name of. Fearless Faith. We have a website. The uh, address is at ffaith.org. 
We have products. We have our morning cup of inspiration, written devotional available. We have Hurricane of Love, which I wrote after I retired from QVC about my late wife, Beth. And it actually became the number one seller of uh, Westbow Publishers for 2019. It's rated five stars, and it's really helped a lot of people. Because I know a lot of you have lost loved ones or you've lost a spouse, and it's very difficult. And it's easy to drown in your depression and say, I just can't go on. But, you know, I had a counselor tell me, she said, Dan, Beth is not in heaven judging you and how good of a husband or how good of a Christian you were. She's cheering you on with God. And they're saying, now you have to go finish your race. And I want to finish that race strong. I want to hit that tape when I cross the finish line going full force. And all three of us, all four of us, will include John in this too, because we want to hear God say, well done, thou good and faithful servants. And John, we're appreciative that you've decided to help us produce this podcast. So, so here we are, three best friends in our 60s. We heard from God. We formed a ministry, and we want to finish our lives strong. Mm-hmm. We're down to the last few minutes, but guys, if you have uh, something you want to say directly to someone who's listening to this podcast, have at it. Well, I'll tell people, you know, it's it's such an honor to be here and to be able to speak to folks at, through a podcast and and share what, what's gone on in our lives because it runs parallel. Everybody has the same type of problems. And even if it is an exact same problem, we all go through the same feelings. We all go through the same doubts at times. We all have the same issues in one way or another. But to know that, that God is on our side, and if we have a personal relationship with Jesus, and that's the key, to have a personal relationship with him in your heart, and you can go there anytime. You can, you can pray anytime, wherever you're at, whenever there's an issue, and whenever there's something that you're not sure of, you can always pray and God takes the time. He hears everything that we say, and he knows ahead what we're, what we're going through, but he's there to guide us, to give us the peace and the understanding, and to show us the way. He will guide us where we need to be. If he says, go to the left, we go to the left. If he says, go to the right, we go to the right. And, and he knows uh, where he is placing us. And if a door is closed, we don't try to bash through it. We, we don't try to go uh, bash right on through and say, I'm going to do it anyway. We go the other way. God doesn't want us to go that way. He puts those things up ahead of, ahead of us to show us the way to, so we can finish strong and get to the finish line. Amen to that. Yeah, I think that, hey, I can't find or think of a better thing I'd like to do than have this opportunity to help all of us move forward to where Christ wants us to be and live our life with purpose and have impact and better ourselves. It's going to be a fun time, and I'm excited. Mm-hmm. And these are, you know, difficult times. I mean, uh, you see a lot of things out there, and if someone wonders if there's evil in the world, <laughs> all you have to do is listen to the news which is why I prefer to spend time in the good news. We're going to have uh, several podcasts available to you as this starts off. And John, can I ask you to maybe inform people where they can find our podcast, just some of the major uh, platforms? Absolutely. This podcast will be available on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, basically wherever you can 
download a podcast wherever you listen to, you will be able to find this podcast there. And if you find one that we're not there, please let us know. We'll make it there as quickly as possible. All the episodes will also be able to be found on the Fearless Faith website. We're going to provide an opportunity for people to connect that way as well. Amen. And they need to rate this podcast too, right, John? Absolutely. Rating a podcast helps greatly because when you rate a podcast and the appropriate number of stars is five stars for this podcast. And if you write a little paragraph or something uh, with that, that helps more people find the Finish Strong podcast. And so if you're blessed by what's happening with this conversation and the other conversations that these guys are going to have, and you think that other people will be blessed by that, then you need to subscribe, rate and review, and tell a friend so that they can finish strong. We'll be having special guests. We'll be talking about this journey that we call life. We are not preachers. We are three guys that want to serve God and that know that God is real and he can do anything. That's right. So we want to go hard for the finish line. We don't want to retire to the golf course. We want to finish strong and we want you to do that too. So I hope you'll continue to join us as we move ahead with this podcast. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you, John. And thank you for listening. And uh, we're looking forward to being with you for another podcast.